Welcome, 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 everybody. We're back. This is the Heinemann Brothers Hockey Show. It's a show about hockey that I do with my brothers, uh, Tyler, Lewis, and myself, CJ Heinemann. Uh, hockey season, I can smell it, boys, because we're going to start doing our uh, breakdowns division by division. We'll give some predictions. We'll talk about what we think we're going to see. And uh, these might even be saved so that we can go back to them later in the season. But, but I mean, if you've been listening to us over the summer, good on you. And if you're coming back because you're getting the hockey season fever like we have had for far too long now, it's probably been like one of the longest off seasons ever, maybe because we're doing the show. I, I don't know. But hockey's back, and that's all we're going to fucking talk about. So I want to hear about Antonio Brown or, <laughs> or, or, or motherfucking first day of football. I, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll pop in because, uh, you know, that's, that's what we do. We get off on tangents. But let's introduce the boys. Uh, Lou, you have some news. Yeah, so I'm actually going to be sticking around for a little while. Uh, my deployment got canceled, so uh, so I'm I'm here for good. Well, not for necessarily for good, but uh, I'm not leaving. Maybe imminently. <laughs> that is very well put. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sad, but it's very accurate. <laughs> um, and. Uh... And as you can see, Al didn't make it this week. Um, hopefully, hopefully you've heard uh, last week's Lost Al episode. Um, sorry it took so long to drop. Al's a busy man. Um, so the the third member of the Heinemann Brothers, the the youngest, Tyler. What's good? What up, boys? How are you? Uh, I'm just I'm just getting all. I've been excited to do this episode because we're finally going to get you know, into our, into what we think is going to happen this year about hockey. And, uh, it's been a bitch to get us all together this weekend. Oh, uh, you know, it's hockey season when the Heinemann bros start doing the Pacific preview. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, I feel like we did, did we do the division by division last, last year, or did we do co- two conference episodes? Cause I feel like they were stupid long. Yes, last year we did the Western Conference and then the Eastern Conference, and they were super long. So we're gonna we're gonna keep it down uh, to an actual, so that people can actually listen to it. Um, and we're gonna do division by division. So, uh, bes- bes- how about how about we just start off with? Um, a, there's a couple things in hockey news. Um, I, I don't want to go too deep into it because we do have the whole division to talk about, and uh, I believe some of it's in the Pacific Division anyway. Do you want to start outside the division and leave any news to the Pacific Division to whenever we get to it? Yeah, I mean, really, the only thing I was gonna, I think I was going to touch on was uh, some of the more big signings, um, like, like Mr. not really Jake that big. Gardner? Yes, that that's kind of the big one. Um, but we'll start with a couple RFAs. Uh, Ian Barbashev signed for two years, uh, $2.95 million. Um, Clayton Keller got an eight-year, $57 million deal. Which is in the Pacific Division, and we will get yeah. to him. Um, 
Adrian Kempe signed, the young kid from L.A., three years, six million. Um, you sure it's Adrian Kempe, or is it the other Kempe? It does say Adrian Kempe. Okay, because they got two now. Oh, who knew? Not I. <laughs> <laughs> um, Riley Sheehan uh, signed with the Oilers, one year, 900K, so a nice cheap depth piece for them. Uh, Joe Thornton finally got his one-year deal for uh, $2 million with the Sharks. Lou, literally uh, rattling off all Pacific Division. I'm just I'm just going through the signings <laughs> from the last week. All right. Yeah. There's only Maybe two left. <laughs> then, uh, all right. Keep going. Uh, Brendan Perlini. Are they, the, are they in the Pacific Division? N- no. We're, we're Central and Met for the last two. <laughs> Brendan Perlini with the Blackhawks. Uh, one-year deal. And then... Um, Jake Gardner was the big one. Four years, $16.2 million to the Carolina Hurricanes as if they needed a better defense. Yeah, that's a big move for Carolina. I was uh, talking to Tyler the other day, and I thought it was a good deal for Carolina. Tyler thinks he's worth that at the most, I believe. That's what you were saying, right, T? Yeah, I think it's a good signing, but, I mean, I think $4 million is a lot for... I mean, defensemen are getting paid, but... Four years, I feel like you could get him a little cheaper than that. Um, but like I said, it's still it's still a good deal. Like they're not overpaying him that much, in my opinion. So it's right around what he's been making, and it's it makes sense. But someone had to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not too pumped about another Met team looking that much stronger. But right. I can't wait till we get to that episode because because uh, <laughs> that division is going to be wild. We're going to save the best for last, I think. Right? Always, always. Oh. Um, but uh, doing the worst first, we will go to the Pacific Division, which I have written at the top of my list after I uh, wrote down a whole bunch of notes. Tough to call. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of the teams that didn't make the playoffs out of the Pacific Division, besides maybe the Ducks and the Kings, did get better. And I don't think any of the teams in the Pacific Division that made the playoffs, Flames, Sharks, Knights, got any better. If they didn't get worse. Um, I think the, the Sharks got a little bit worse, but also I don't think... Martin Jones is going to be as bad as he was last year. Their goaltending was the worst in the league. So I think that might balance out. Um, I don't think the Knights went anywhere. So they're still going to be just as good. As long as Ryan Whitney doesn't pick Martin Jones as his Vesna pick preseason. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimate mush Uh, job that was. Yeah, that's... uh... (laughs) Uh, I mean, I guess he is maybe due for, for a little bit of a bounce back. But if we're going to start with the sh- Sharks, you also got to talk about you lose uh, Pavelski, for one. Uh, Donskoy's gone. Braun's gone to Philly for, what, some picks, I think. So, yeah, like fourth uh, round or something. Yeah, you get Jumbo for a year. And, yeah, he's, he's still uh, Jumbo Joe, but... How much legs does he have left? Maybe you, th- you think uh, can Couture and LeBanc and Meyer and those guys step up and be the next level? 
Well, I think that's going to be kind of the thing is, is, is the young talent that they've been kind of cultivating ready to take that next step. So what and, I mean, uh, I, my other question mark there is, is Eric Carlson. Is he still Eric Carlson? He seems to be when he's healthy. So that'll be, <laughs> which, I'm, I'm unf- sure. unfortunately is a big if. Sure. Yeah, they've, six, they've paid six, him a lot of money. They, they're expecting him to produce. So, I mean, they still got him and Burns. Like on paper, this team is still still really good, but I don't know. I don't know if Martin Jones will ever get that job done. You know, he's back up a lot of his career and kind of found it found his stride in San Jose. But that's probably just because the team is so good in front of him. But they kind of dug their grave with him. I feel like so. It's probably like make or break for the Sharks the next couple of years. Their time's right now, so they got to push. Jumbo, I hope he gets one. Yeah, and I think of the teams, um, of the three Pacific teams that made the playoffs, I think the Sharks are the most likely to not do it again. If I were to pick. Not do it again? Of the three, of the Calgary, them, and Vegas, yes. You think that they'll miss out of those three? Most likely to, yes. Ooh. I think they're the most likely to be back in the playoffs out of the three. So uh, there's well, that. Yeah. Um, hey, Ty, well. Ty, you got so so Lou, are you calling no sharks in the playoffs? That's not what I said. Okay, um, but <laughs> that's what I'm asking. All right. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna say it. No sharks. Sharks miss. Wow, Ty. Uh, yeah, I think they'll get in. Yeah, I think they will as well. Um, Maybe not the, maybe not the top of the division, but I think I think they'll be right up there. Um, Lou starting off hot. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, hey, you got to have oh. some hot takes somewhere yep. in here. Um, how about we go to the previous division winners, the Calgary Flames, who again I have a like the Sharks. I have a, a down arrow on uh, Ken Talbot and and Riddick. Can that goaltending tandem, um, kind of like we're talking about Jones with the Sharks, is that is that really going to get them there? We're still waiting on Kachuk, who seems to be mm-hmm. um, kind of kind of a glue piece from you know everything we hear from Chicklets and uh, any other media that uh, talks about what he means to that team, and then you lose James Neal, who had an off year for sure. But for Lucic, I don't think that makes you better by any means. Yeah. I mean, the only bright side of that, I think, is for whatever reason, I guess James Neal just did not get along with either the organization or or the locker room or just didn't mesh right. So maybe just having a guy that meshes right, maybe, you know, he might not produce as many points. But yeah, I like that Calgary, they obviously, I think. You said they won the division, right? They had a sick year. Just obviously didn't produce in the playoffs. Uh, a little bit of it was goaltending, but that top line, I think, just doesn't have a lot of playoff experience with those young guys. So adding a piece like Lucic is like, it, it's a small thing, but I think it goes a long way And like adding leadership and stuff. And Talbot's a veteran goalie, and, you know, hopefully they can ride the tandem thing, you know, like the Islanders did and stuff like that. You know, you don't have a proven number one but if you can kind of share the load then gives you much more longevity 
and then you can try and make a playoff run. But I think this team is fucking sick, so they're going to probably contend to win this division again next year, I think. I mean, oh, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it from that that Tyler says they're in. Lou? Uh, I agree. I think they're in. Uh, me as well. So, uh, so far, uh, me and Ty got the Sharks and Flames back in the playoffs, and Lou just has the Flames. How about the Las Vegas Golden Knights? I'll, I'll say it right off the bat. I They might miss the playoffs. See, uh, I can't believe you're saying that because I think they're going to win this division. Why? They're they're they've been slowly losing momentum off the first year. They haven't changed their team at all. I mean, they they lose Belmar and Howla and Colin Miller. Never going to see Nikita Gutsev. I mean, what did they gain? They they're, they're slowly losing all these pieces that they got because of the way that the expansion draft works and. Still got the flower back there, but he's got to be getting towards the end. And can he be the horse that he's been? I know uh, Subban's not there anymore. So what does that leave? Uh, they got they got a guy from somewhere to back him up. I can't remember, but I don't know. I just think the Knights are slowly going to lose a little bit of shine over the next couple of years. I think you're reaching, and I think you don't even believe you're, what you're saying. <laughs> I was going to say they were. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you get you get your first full year of Mark Stone. It's going to be massive. Stastny. I mean, this is still arguably the deepest team in hockey. Yeah, he's even though they've given up some small pieces, it's nothing that they haven't like I feel like planned for within the original dra- expansion draft. So I think they're still in really good shape. I mean, anytime you got Flurry back there, and like you said, those those names at the front are. They're gonna score. Like so if you can figure it out on the back end, you know. They like their guys back there with kind of guys who hadn't proven themselves until they went to Vegas. So I think kinda of helps with that team camaraderie a little bit too, just because I feel like all these bunch of misfits, you know, and no one wanted them and I still feel like that's that's how they, they feel. So I, I think they definitely make the playoffs. And see, Subban's got one year left. Is he still in? Is he still on Vegas? Yep. Yeah. Well, either way, I think, I think the fact that they, yeah, the the names that they lost aren't like big pieces. But you talk about them being the deepest team in hockey. Well, they're slowly starting to lose that depth. And do I think they're going to be a tough team? Yeah, but I think this whole division got a lot tougher. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a. You know, Lou doesn't think the Sharks will get in. I don't think Vegas gets in. Boom. I think the home ice advantage, too, is just like a huge thing for them. You know, the team's just getting wasted at the club the night before, so they're able to pump them. <laughs> sure. Uh, that, that always will be an advantage for them. Uh, you know, that they uh, they got their, uh, what do you call it, when tolerance, tolerance. Their, their Vegas tolerance is too strong. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, how about the next team that uh, didn't make it? The uh, Arizona Coyotes. See, here's here's my team that's going to replace San Jose. I think they finally get in over the hump this year. Yeah, um, they I think I'm willing the, to willing to agree with you. I think that they had the most uh, man games lost to injury last year, um, 
and were four points out of the playoffs. Um, adding Phil Kessel's big, big, they got a pure, um, pure goal scorer now. Um, they just got Clayton Keller wrapped up for eight years. He, he's, he's in, he's bought in. Um, I think they get over the hump this year. Yeah, they were I very like, close last year. They hit the over on the point total, but uh, I feel like it maybe escalated a lot this year. It's like around 100, which is right around that playoff bubble usually. So um, I think they get in as well, probably a wild card spot. Um, I hope they do. I'd love to see that that fan base back in the playoffs. Um, the desert always seems like a cool place to play in, in late May. But... Um, yeah, I'm taking them. Let's go, Yotes. Did, didn't they have, like, a, a really terrible start last year, too? Yeah, they were one of the better teams in the second half. But but we're just too far behind. Yeah, I did want to touch on the Ke- the Keller thing because they they signed him. I mean, he led, he led the team last year with uh, 47 points, and... The year before, he was uh, he was one of the runners up to uh, my aisle, Matty Barzell, but he, that was a sixty five point rookie season, so a little bit of a downturn for him. And he still led the Coyotes in points. And like you said, you had a guy like um, Phil Kessel, and now he doesn't have to hold, you know, the whole load. Uh, you also add Carl Soderberg, who I've always liked from uh, uh, from the Avs there. And uh, I really liked the Coyotes last year. They they disappointed me. I think maybe it would be like a Carolina Hurricane situation where we thought they were going to be real good last year. And this is the year that they make their first break into the playoffs. Um, I like the Coyotes in the playoffs this year. Which means my tool using my tools of deduction, you have one of the central teams that made it last year not making it. I don't think the Central's as strong. I really don't. Um, when I was doing all my research, I had to kind of do the Central to see, but mm-hmm. actually, that's only my third in the playoffs team, though. So your oh, that's true. is not very well, good. That's <laughs> uh, for Tyler, Tyler, however, about me. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> I was half right. Um, all right, uh, we'll, I think we'll next, get to that for me. Yeah. I don't need no stinking Central. <laughs> uh, next up, Vancouver. Hmm. I like what Vancouver did. Mm-hmm. They added a lot. Uh, Furland, Meyer, Ben, JT Miller. Um, they didn't really lose anyone. And nope. uh, and you got... It's, we're still waiting, on, still waiting on Brock Besser, though, right? Yeah. I, okay, so this this really hinges on... I probably won't call them a playoff team. Um Ken Peterson, and if they get Besser signed, which I assume that they will, he is he's one of the few guys that can't get offer seated. I think he's on that list. I so I, yes. I mean, yeah, it hinges on some of their young stars, and they did add some yep. nice pieces. I is JT Miller really good? Is is he good? I think he's really really solid, <laughs> like with flashes of talent. Like I don't I don't. I don't know. I haven't really gotten to watch him all that much. Sounded like you just put him in the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't want. He didn't want to commit. 
Uh, well, he's, well, he's been, he's been just, a pretty hot commodity over the last like year and a half. Um, so I don't know. He should, he should offer certainly a little bit, um, of a little bit more of a veteran presence. And I think they've, that's what they've kind of added, um, with the pieces they've gotten. Um, and I mean, hopefully Besser does sign there because watching him and Peterson play it, or yeah, no, it is Peterson. Him and Peterson play together is a blast. Those two are so fun to watch. Um, I don't know if the goaltending is going to be there well enough. Um, Jacob Jacob Markstrom's, you know, nothing, nothing special. Um, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more looking at uh, the back end. Just like I couldn't really name you many Vancouver defensemen. Um, Is Bieksa still there? Um, Alex? uh, No, I don't think so. I think he's in Dallas. But um, so. I think the team's really young and definitely has upside. They'll probably win more games than they did last year, but I just don't think they're they're there yet. Um, like I said, Markstrom's not completely proven, and just the back end is is the issue for me. So no playoffs for the Canucks. Hopefully, we, I get out there and we can see a game, though, kids. Oh, you know what? Actually, their their back end not that bad. Um, Alexander Edler, the only name I don't recognize currently. Uh, this is as per daily faceoff is Troy uh, Stetcher, but you got Quinn Hughes, uh, Tyler Myers, who they uh, picked up in the offseason, Jordy Ben, who they picked up in the offseason, and Chris Tanev. Right, so a bunch of additions have definitely gotten better, but um, I think it, not superstars. No, no I, I think we're still a year or two away from Vancouver being that. Uh, that playoff team. Maybe once uh, Seattle gets their team, that'll that'll be a nice little rivalry uh, towards the top of the Pacific. You never know. Um. So is that is that a no from all three for the Canucks? I do believe it is. All right. Well, next we have the Ducks, which shouldn't take that long. Uh, see a Corey Perry. Uh, they lose the only MVP in Ducks history. Um, they get, what did they get? They got Delorier from Montreal. I don't know what that means. Um, and John Gibson's still there. Probably yeah. one of the best, best American goalies. Or he probably, he might, he, he could contend with, uh, with the best of American goalies, uh, numbers wise. Since he came into the league, his save percentage and goals against is always towards the top. Mm-hmm. Like he he kind of flies under the radar over in Anaheim for whatever reason. I don't know whether it's just because it's on the West Coast, but they've been bad since he got there. Mm-hmm. But he's always been great. So yeah, I just they didn't seem to really add anything. And I mean, not that losing Corey Perry is a bad thing, but they need to start kind of retooling. Yeah, how, how the hell are they doing? I don't know how they're going to score goals. <laughs> Like, how do you have such a bad season? You lose your captain and your MVP. And well, Getzloff's still there, Ty. What? Getzloff's still there. Whatever, assistant captain. And you're just going to sit on your ass and do nothing? Like, how's your team going to get better? It just doesn't just happen. Like, you need to put different product on the ice. Like, I don't know. Management fucking up. The, the the Kings kind of did the same thing. When I was doing the research, I was like, oh, California really dropping the ball this offseason. 
That's what happens when it's summer 24-7. Summer's extra summery. Um, So I I can easily assume that we all think that the Ducks, if they're not at the bottom, they're going to be pretty fucking close. Uh, Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Yeah, there's going to be fucking shooting pucks from the point, having 40 shots a night, but no goals. Yeah. Losing lots of two to ones and one to nothings. John Gibson just getting peppered. Uh hopefully he doesn't get hurt or or they're gonna they're gonna be like I really can't think of another team in the league that would be that easy to walk on. Yeah. I mean I mean yeah, John Gibson had a two point eight four goal against average and on point nine one seven save percentage last year, and they were yeah. minus fifty two in goals. Goal differential. Yeah, and they it's, and all they did was lose goal scores. Yeah. I, um, although I guess I guess Perry wasn't scoring too many goals for them the past couple of years, but uh, behind the somehow behind the Ducks last year, who I do not think will be there again, is the Edmonton Oilers. Um, the Edmonton Oilers add Mike Smith, who definitely inconsistent. Uh, but I like Mike Smith and Edmonton a lot better than whatever they had going on last year. Plus, they got that guy Koskinen, um, who mm-hmm. I think split the time enough with him and is a decent enough guy to do that with. Maybe maybe get the tandem thing going for the season. Um, I think James Neal wakes back on that, wakes up again on that Oilers team. I mean, anytime you got Connor McDavid, you saw what they did. Was that three years ago now when they were in the playoffs? I think so. They had that epic series with the Ducks, funny enough. Right. Uh, they also signed Granlund and um, Archibald. And, I don't remember uh, where Archibald was from. I think the Koskinen signing was hasty, and they yeah. jumped the gun a little bit. Um, so, and I think you see that by them signing Mike Smith, like, it's kind of weird. You just signed this goalie who kind of, well, they had a GM change too. Yeah. Which is fucking pretty common up there in Edmonton these days, but I don't know, like, how do you have the best player in the game? And, you know, he has 110 points. And you're nowhere near the playoffs. Like I just don't think they're that much closer. Um, you know. So I'm saying no playoffs for the Oilers, which sucks. Because like I said, McDavid, you want to see him as much as possible. But I don't think just adding like Neil and Smith is going to get him over that hump. Yeah, I mean, just like kind of looking at their back end too. It's it's not really that pretty. Um, Clefbaum and Larson, Nurse and Bouchard. Chris Russell and Matt Benning. So, um, oh, I don't know, guys. I don't know, guys. I want the Oilers to be good. I do too, I but I just I really, I really think well, they're going to be better this year, and I don't think the Central will be as good. I I want the Oilers in in one of those wild card spots. I think they'll be out. All right. I think. Yeah, I, mean, get- I can see them like making a run and like being a wild card team. To make a run, but I just don't think they're there yet. Hopefully, hopefully they do. I'll put them in a wild card spot for the sake of uh, of making predictions. 
I think they're going to be better this year. Um, I don't think they're in the playoffs, though. Um, and we'll see if Connor McDavid is um, ready for opening night. That's what the, he's planning for, but um, they uh, the Oilers have already come out and said they're going to be on the extreme caution side. Yeah, yeah, extreme caution, extreme smoshing. Um, so the the team that came in dead last in the division last year will probably be pretty close. Again, the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, really, nothing happened to that team either. How old is Jonathan Quick? Um, he's getting there. That's probably like one of the oldest teams in the league. No. Oh, they've got to be easily. Yeah, I just feel like you got a lot of dead money with like Quick, who's not playing as many minutes as he used to, and they did. Garner's they did. still good. Richards, I don't know if they're even still paying Richards, but he's obviously been gone for a while. Kopitar's um, awesome. Hobie or Hobie Baker, Selkie, um, finalist fucking almost every year. But when you don't have like the depth and the other secondhand scoring, it's it's hard to compete in this league, and they just. They just don't have the firepower, I think. No, definitely not. In my Holy notes, Chuck. my notes, I wrote uh, upside down question mark lose Leipzig for Firk, and then a <laughs> regular question mark. And I wrote they have two Kempes, and I was wondering how old Quick was. Why so, did you use a Spanish question mark the first time? Because I wanted to make sure that I knew that it was a question. I really, I think the Spanish have it correct. Like you should have something beforehand so that while you're reading, you get a heads up. Like I'm gonna need to put an inflection on this. I just don't understand why it has to be upside down. I've never have, you know. I oh, he was just well, making a joke because he didn't know the people's names, like it was a different language. No, Lou, I just explained no. exactly why. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, <laughs> up, I'm sorry. I'm looking up things. <laughs> Um, it's fine, uh, but Tyler, I, I agree. I am. I have no idea why it has to be upside down. Maybe it just looks better that way. Maybe otherwise you'd be confused about whether or not the previous note was a question. Mm, yeah, I suppose it avoids the. Well, no, it doesn't. Double punctuation. I don't know. Fucking grammar's the worst. <laughs> Let alone foreign grammar. <laughs> Uh, so Jonathan Quick is 33, will turn 34 over the course of this season, and he's got three years left after this one at 5.8 million. Okay, so I mean he's not he's not beyond being able to have a great season, but there's no one they, in front of him. So yeah, Drew did, Doughty and Anze Kopitar, and they did get uh, Jack Campbell signed. I can see Drew yeah. Doughty getting like dealt. Or something like that. If they don't have a good year, you can see him bitching. That's a hell of a contract to move. He's a hell of a player. I think. I think of if yeah, it's a. What's he get? Ten million a year. Eleven. Yeah, but on the right for eight years. I don't know. In the right, in the right scenario, I think Ty might be right. I, I mean, Dowdy doesn't seem like the personality to sit through another, what, four or five years of a bad Kings team unless they retool real quick. I mean, you can retool pretty quick in hockey, but there's not much there in L.A. 
Yeah. I mean, I think Kopitar's going to have a better year. He's better than he played last year. Um, I would give up Justin Braun, two first-round picks, and you guessed it, Jake Voracek for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll give you Pollock and... and uh... Oh, God damn it. What's the other Pollock? It's not Pollock. Help me. On my own Islanders. Okay, the Kita. Kita's helping. Yeah, she's she's pissed at me because I don't hey. know your own team. Yeah, Pelic. I can't, can't help you. It's it's Pelic. Pulik. I'll give him Pulik, Pelik, and <laughs> and Brock Nelson. That's I don't think they're fun. I don't think they're doing that trade. So that's not a fair <laughs> trade. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Islanders don't have any names that you could trade for them anyway. You really think they're going to take on Voracek over there, though? At the, at the rate that they're yeah, taking Voracek. on old men yeah, who used going. to be able to score? At least I'm giving them youth. Um, anyway, uh, so I guess we should I guess we should write this down. So I have, let's see, CJ. I have the Flames... Sharks, Yotes, and I got the Oilers as a wild card. All right. Do we want to do division winners as well? So we have that. Um, I think the Flames will repeat as division winner. I will circle that. So let's go to you, Lou. All right. I got uh, Vegas winning the division, followed by Calgary, and then Arizona. And the that's it. No, no Pacific wildcard teams. Nope. All right. T-Bone. Uh, yeah, I also have Calgary winning the division. Repeats. Um, I'll say Vegas under them, the Sharks under them, and I'll take the Yotes as a wild card. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, a little bit of a we, – we all got a little something different. Lou, you, you think the Central's going to be that strong? I guess you're going to have to uh, – to make sure you prove your points next week. Yeah, I mean, the only team that worries me is Winnipeg, but as not being as good. Yeah, as uh, like a question mark. I don't think Nashville's as good. I don't think St. Well, Louis is. I think they're going to have a tough time uh, coming off that Stanley Cup hangover. Um, I mean, I think Nashville won I the division, Dallas so is- if they're not as good, I think they're still in it. I don't. I don't know. Uh, well, this is know. this this is for next week. Mm, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> we can we can argue uh, about it next week because that's the central. Next week, I like I like Colorado and Dallas in the central, and that's just about it. Can we get like an audio clip of Tony Romo saying that? I feel like it would work. Inserted in a lot of places. Saying what? Mm, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we really should. I, I, I did specify at the beginning of the episode that we would not add football shit, but uh, that might work. Hey, can we talk about football? Yeah, I mean, we're going to touch on it for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm back in the fantasy world. I didn't think I was going to play this year, but uh, Lou, good old Justin, and Mike Batchelder w- brought me back in. 
Nice. Yeah. So addicted. Like I was on my phone like all day looking at both my teams. It's like Jesus, this is bad. Bro, I, I literally left my charger not only just at work, but I was I was over at the flight line at the airport yesterday. Left it in the stall out there so I know it's gone. So I get home and I'm like, holy shit, I have I'm not gonna be able to look at it <laughs> during football. I had to go in between um in between the last game, it made it to halftime on the, uh, well, they're the one o'clock games for me on the West Coast, but the second set of games. And then I had to go to Best Buy and get a charger. <laughs> it was like a, a one oh, like seven. And I was like, huh, Sammy Watkins, 75 yard touchdown pass <laughs> on my bench. I was just like, oh, come on. And then he went off for like 45 points. So I was just like, Yep, that's that's me being bad at fantasy. Like, it's <laughs> well, it's it's funny too because I gave you a list of like my receivers because I am part of the Antonio Brown shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> yes, I drafted Antonio Brown, and uh, I had a little bit of a roller coaster of a weekend. Uh, although, you know what? Brown might have taken a little bit less money to be in New England, but I am super pumped because. Uh, having Tom Brady throw him the ball is a lot different than having fucking Carr throw him the ball. Anyway, you told me Sammy Watkins at first, and then and then I was like, oh, but what about Emmanuel Sanders? I got him too. And you were like, oh, maybe him. So <laughs> because you weren't because you weren't that sure, I went and asked Rob, uh, Christina's brother, and he was like, uh, Sanders. So. Of course, I was like, "All right, that confirms it. I'm going to Manuel Sanders." <laughs> yeah, Watkins well, was just like, "Is a question mark?" But also, Tyreek Hill got hurt in like the first quarter, so yeah. Well, yeah. like Patrick Mahomes' like second pass was the was the like 68 yard touchdown throw to Watkins. So like, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to have him for the rest of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, he's gonna play a lot of games because uh, Cooks didn't do shit. Uh, Jared Goff barely threw him the ball, so I think he might be a bench guy now. Sammy Watkins getting the start. What? Yeah. And you guys had tough week ones. Steelers look yeah. like absolute dog shit. They got Jets absolutely had destroyed. a hilariously bad loss. And uh, <laughs> we were uh, bumping at the Bleacher Bar with the Bills. What a comeback. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. There were some pretty good comebacks. Indy almost came back, and then uh, Kyler Murray turned it on in the fourth and almost uh, orchestrated a pretty great comeback. Eagles, you know, Ty, Ty, I give your Eagles a lot of respect, but I can't do it if you're going to be doing that Buffalo chant on this podcast. Dude, I run a Bills bar. I don't know what you want me to do. (laughs) It's bad bad enough that I have to watch my dying phone die even faster with dad and all our uncles talking about the fucking bills uh, while well, I'm, tr- well, I'm trying to watch my fantasy and and then and actually my pop star of the week is going to go to the Jets kicker because I was about I'm sure, to say, he's, is he cut yet? I'm sure dad loves that guy because th- that's the only I mean the, the missed field goal and, and the, the first touchdown uh, we, we fucking yeah we fucking defense gets a gets a Turnover and a touchdown, and then we can't even kick an extra point. I think we were the only ones that missed an extra point today. 
No, you were not. But yeah, at the same time, like <laughs> you had four turnovers in the first half. Like it was ridiculous, and you couldn't do shit with them. You only had that lucky pick six where it just like bounced off the guy's hands. Like I, yeah, what I saw from the Jets wasn't very promising. I mean, Darnold looked okay. Not, it was not promising. Like <laughs> Le'Veon didn't seem like he fit in there. I mean, yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think he'll get there. But he didn't look like normal Le'Veon. I don't know. He played pretty well. He was on uh, my opponent's fantasy squad. He got twenty points. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> on on the kicker note, Adam Vinatieri. No, that means a lot. <laughs> oh, Vinatieri missed an extra point. Uh, he, he missed, missed every point and two field goals. Oh no! Well, isn't he like sixty-seven years old? <laughs> He's forty-six. He needs Close. the Snickers. <laughs> Adam Felt, Adam Nugatari. Well, any other uh, uh, br- bright spots from the? Oh, the the Giants' defense is terrible. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I hate when the Cowboys are good. Well, I I can't tell if it's how bad the Giants are, or I actually, Jack Prescott was putting that ball wherever he wanted. In fact, I probably should have played him over Carson Ty. Uh, he he scored about 10 more points. Yeah, Dak was lighting it up. Yeah, I feel so bad for Saquon Barkley. Barkley. He's yeah, it's so nice good. uh it's nice to have him blue. It's just like watch him flying down the field second play of the game. <laughs> yeah, except then they got behind instantly and I was like, "All right, well, we're only going to get about 10 15 out of this guy." Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're going to give it to him regardless. He reached like 22 miles an hour on one of his runs. He's like, (laughs) he's he's an actual sports car. Yeah, I uh, that was a good call by you, probably. Uh, I also took your advice on that one. Although I was thinking about, I I was between Christian McCaffrey McCaffrey and everyone was like, "Dude, you're like you're an idiot." Pass on Saquon. Like, all right, and then McCaffrey, like, he's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I guess the only benefit to to Saquon is they're going to hand him the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that Golden Tate was uh, such a druggie. I, I I knew he went to the Giants. I didn't realize he was suspended for that. Yeah, dude, they like wide receivers were like dropping like flies. Well, what else is new on the New York Giants? I was getting. Uh, Christina kept calling her uh, her dad, uh, my father-in-law's big big Giants guy, and uh, she kept calling like right when something bad happened, and he'd he'd be outside having a cigarette. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Ty, they're uh, they're going up to Boston weekend, October tenth for uh, Giants Pats. Oh, nice! I told him to to look you up, uh, go in there for a drink. Maybe they're staying. By the harbor, I think. Knowing yeah, them, for sure. Probably by the north end. Yeah, so uh, they're they're gonna go up the weekend and see uh, Giants, Pats, and Foxborough. Nice. Gillette Stadium, piece of shit, fucking <laughs> asshole place. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Terribly organized. Only one way in, one way out. Parking's a shit show. Traffic up the b- wasu. And um, then 
then should yeah. they get the concierge to get them a car to to Foxborough? Is that the way to do it? I mean, that's a cab would be very expensive. It's like forty five minute hour drive. Um, the train is good. The commuter rail goes right there, but at the same yeah, they're time, not, they're not the tra- getting on the train, bud. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, are they driving up to Boston? I doubt it. Well, they're flying? Probably. Well, I mean, it's like a nice train. It's not like the subway. but um, I, My mother-in-law yeah. gets motion sickness. She has to sit in front of the car. Sup, Kelsey? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, then they're going to have to take a cab, like, unless they're fucking flying a helicopter there. That's pretty much the only options. Get to the uh, chopper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, helicopter. All right, I'll take that recommendation straight to him. Uh, tell, tell him to call the PJ for the uh, the flight to Foxborough. Um Anyway, uh, should we do pop stars? I already said mine's the Jets kickers because I'm <laughs> I'm sure that Dad's Bill's sensibilities love that guy. Uh, hope he's fired. This is like an anti pop star for me, but it's actually like a pop star because Dad's Bill's guy. Hey, that's, hey. <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that. Um, I got uh, one of my buddies out here, uh, Anthony Pradia, who got me into his fall soccer league that I was originally signed up for and then unsigned up for and am now re-signed up for. <laughs> and we had our first game today, and we won like eight to four. What's so, the setup? Six on six? No, full field 11 v 11. Love it. Damn, where are you playing? Uh, center attacking mid. All right, all right. And uh, is it is it a military affiliated like uh uh no it's uh it's a town like i guess a half an hour south of us um uh, but it's like a league yeah it's, yeah it's just like an adult co-ed league so what you I play on the weekend skill. yeah just sunday um it varies would me and my friends who played fifa street behind shangam beat them you guys would probably be, be I mean, because you guys are all athletes too, so probably middle to to like top third. I, would I don't say. know. We played in a, we played in a soccer league in Newark one summer. We our name was Los Vampiros, um, and we won one game. I'm pretty sure you we only Newark, scored though. like we only scored like two goals. Yeah, was, it was Newark. Uh, was like, this is this is like Central Ohio. Team. We were just like fuck. <laughs> Lou, how's it compared to the league that we played in together? Extremely similar. Okay, Ty, you and your buddies would be do right well. Right with everyone. Bunch of hockey and football players. Yeah, like <laughs> I said, you guys are all athletes, so like at the very least, you're you're all relatively fast. Just so like, Andy, you, you're pretty much guaranteed to make every game, right? Because you guys don't you don't work on a weekend. Yeah, correct. So I'm yeah. So it's Sunday yeah. afternoons. I can wish the Air Force let me in. <laughs> I can't believe you never work on the weekend. That blows my mind. Yeah, the most I'll have is uh, once every like couple of months, I'll have the standby phone. Right, where you can still yeah. go play soccer. Yeah. 
and it has yet to ring so, on me. So. so, so besides work, you have no other duties. Um, nope. Unbelievable Not duty. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. This is why Lewis is every time we try to like uh, set up when the podcast is on. Lewis just like, yep, anytime. <laughs> and me and Tyler are like fighting over whether it's at you know five o'clock in the morning my time or three o'clock in the morning his time. Fucking right. Which I guess still sort of sucks for Lou, but whatever he gets to sleep yeah. anyway. Um, speaking of crazy times to do this thing, I, I know that uh, McCluskey wanted to come on. Oh, but I know. Did you talk to him again? No, I'm I'm an ass and I'm very forgetful, and I will talk to him this week about coming on next week. You ass. Um, yes. And then Ty, uh, for for fantasy hockey, we got everyone except for one. I think we're good. Uh, Connor's Connor McCarthy's two cousins are very interested, so I think they're going to do a tandem team because they've never done it before. So I have two no. two heads. Oh um, fuck that! Make it twelve. Yeah, if we could try and find one more. Twelve is the shit because then you well, got we had you ten. Had... Yeah, what, I know. What had... happened? Now we have eleven basically. If we want, so if we need to get, I'll try and get one more. Um, the pickles pickle season starts tomorrow or next week, so um, maybe snag some from someone from there. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, they got to be in. And I also, I I I put you on the thing. I got to get on my computer and make you the commissioner, Ty. Okay. Because uh, you're you're the only one in right now, and. Uh, and then you can you can set up all that. I kind of like did a basic setup. Also, I did a lot of reading on how to do the keepers league, and there's pretty much nothing you have to do until until the end of the season. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then literally, you can set it up like like the NHL does its expansion draft, where you make it like protected players. So right. you, you have certain protected players, and then you enter that into next year's draft. Yeah, it's it's all pretty easy. Once you're the commissioner, you can handle it all. All right. Well, let me pass that baton over to you, and uh, I'm I'm kind of pumped to get this season started, especially if we make it 12, because then you got to be good at it. <laughs> yeah, you got to be actually constantly on team. Well, um, if an injury, you actually have to like be like, well, fuck, there aren't that uh-huh. many dudes left. Well, I guess my pops pick of the week um, is Canadian tennis player Bianca Andreescu, uh, nice who I actually I wrote it down after she won her quarterfinal match. Um, shout out to Max Whitman, who put a future on her winning her quarter. Well done. Um, but she fucking rolled into the finals, and she was going to play Serena. She did. Fucking rolled her in two sets. Uh, got close at the end, but uh, 19-year-old, which is crazy because 20 years ago, Serena won her first U.S. Open title um, when she was a, a teenager. So this was it was really cool to say, see. And also Wayne Gretzky gave her a shout-out. He said um, she reminded him of Bobby Clark because Bobby Clark was one of the most hardest-working guys he's ever seen. Uh, he sees a lot of that in her. So high praise from the great one. Obviously, I'm a big Bobby Clark fan. So tennis, flyers, you know, right up my alley. Bianca Andreescu. 
Nice, nice. You know, speaking of uh, of Wayne Gretzky praise, uh, did you see NHL's? I, don't, I think it was the NHL um, interview of Mike Tyson. What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think I ever saw it. Well, like I get updates from the NHL app, and one of them was like uh, Mike Tyson interviewed, and I, I love listening to Mike Tyson interviews. And I, I listened to it, and like, it, it was great. Mike Tyson uh, fucking loves Wayne Gretzky, I guess. I, I guess they met at some point, and like Tyson's becoming a big hockey guy since since the Golden Knights came to Vegas, and he loves uh, like how much pride that the Knights have given Vegas, and uh, it's it's actually not a bad interview. Um, and you get to hear Mike Tyson talk about hockey, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but if anything you, if like you know, good chance the rapper plays the MSG reporter, that's hilarious. Uh, no, no, it's like not a joke. It's not you a joke. A hockey. <laughs> it's it's uh, a lot of hockey. <laughs> that's I I do enjoy that as well. But no, it's like Mike Tyson genuinely like you can tell he's. And he said something like he went on the ice and he tried to play goalie and he couldn't he couldn't believe like uh, he says he never would have been able to play even if he started as a kid like he says it's too it's it's too athletic for him or something and and uh, I think that's high praise from Mike Tyson because I mean in his prime you know before he started biting people's ears and stuff he he was a fucking monster yeah anyway I thought it was good I thought it was good they did a good job with it. I enjoyed it. Is that one of those ones where he's like on the red carpet? Mm, I did not notice the color of the carpet. <laughs> I feel like I see a lot of interviews of celebrities from like that light skinned black dude who's like, well, you're like from here. Like, do you root for? And like, it's like, like John Hamm was on it and like just like random closet hockey fans like Jim from The Office and like other shit like that. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe it was a different setting. But anytime Mike Tyson talks, it's it's fucking must watch. Yes, yes, got got to check it out. I'm I sure. love little Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's in. I don't think that's Tyson, but uh, <laughs> is, isn't that, isn't that the longest yard? Sapp's, it's Warren Sapp's brother. <laughs> he broke it in my nose. <laughs> what a great movie. <laughs> Um. Yeah, great movie. In fact, I, I've been listening Can to of corn. <laughs> they got the best beds there. Um, <laughs> Washington State Penitentiary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought anyway. But uh, I, I think we got through all three of our pop stars of the week. Um, so unless anybody's got another segment. Uh, I think that was a successful uh, first week of football podcast. <laughs> yep, and of course our Pacific uh, preview. Oh, this is um a one year anniversary of me getting punched in the face because I put tennis on at the bar. So. <laughs> uh, Shout out to that fuckhead! You got to be careful around the U.S. Open tie. <laughs> Fucking people are yelling at me today, like trying to watch the final. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not shutting this off. They're like, dude, like the Red Sox and Patriots are. I'm like, yeah. There's like a million other TVs. Like, 
this is going into the like fifth hour. It's the fifth set. Like I'm not not watching this. Like <laughs> I had to like argue with people, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, it's for me. Yeah, it's for me. Fuck you. See, I I think it's see because we grew up literally with with all sports, and so it didn't it didn't matter what sport it was. It's the level of competition that it's at. So if you're in playoff baseball. We're watching that. We're not watching football. If it's the final of the U.S. Open, we're watching that. We're not watching football. If it's fucking, uh, I I don't understand America, especially out here. It's crazy. You got people setting off fireworks today when the Seahawks won. <laughs> Literally, fireworks were going off. I mean, man, it, dude, I live in Boston. Like, you don't have to talk about fandom, but no, you're right. I mean. I agree. It's the same thing with like playoff hockey, where like people want to put like the first week of baseball on and playoff hockey's on, and you're like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, why am I watching June baseball when I could be watching the Stanley Cup playoffs?" But in Boston, it's like I have the Patriots on every TV, and then someone goes, "Who's like, why are the Red Sox on?" I'm like, "Because like it's an irrelevant game. Like the Yankees don't need to win. The Red Sox are pretty much knocked out." Like the Patriots are on TV. We're in Boston. Like, uh, I'm not changing a TV to the Red Sox when you could see them from the fucking bar. So, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's a whole nother level to it there. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm like, you want to just watch the game live? Like, there you go. No ticket needed. <laughs> it's uh, one lady came in and was like, Yankee, complete New Yorker. Like, was oh, like why the hell isn't the Red Sox game on? Like, I came in here and I was just like, "Hey, Miss, um, would you like the Red Sox game on?" Like, all you had to do was ask. Like, I could put it on the TV for you. She was like, "Well, yeah, we, yeah, yeah." I'm sorry, and I was like, "Yeah, like, just cool your cool your jets, man." Like, it's the fifth inning. Where are you coming from? Yeah, <laughs> and that's my heart. Priorities, people. Priorities. I, I agree with you, Ty. No respect for tennis. No respect. <laughs> you know what else didn't get any respect today? Uh, I don't remember which game I was watching. It might have been the early game, but there was like a backdrop of whatever was happening with the NASCAR playoffs, and they like had all the rankings and stuff up. Not one mention of it. <laughs> like it was like over the announcers, like talking about a previous play in the football game. And uh, not that I'm a big NASCAR guy, obviously, but obviously Fox wanted to show you that like NASCAR playoffs are happening and here's all the rankings. Didn't even say the word NASCAR. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> funny. They didn't even address it. <laughs> like, I know they could see it on their little screens. Those are pretty but... funny. Uh, my boss showed me. Uh, it's from Thursday night. Um, Al Michaels and Collinsworth are talking and you like can hear like a guy like must have been right by the booth. He just goes, "Yeah, but my asshole's never been finger finger before." And now <laughs> Michael's is like talking, and he like chuckles while he's talking. <laughs> it's really great. I'm, I'll send you guys the link. Yeah, I fucking Listen missed to that it a couple times. And you're like, oh, <laughs> and Michael's just hears it, just giggling. <laughs> it's like on the when you're watching the the hurricane coverage on the Weather Channel. And no matter what, every time behind one of those reporters, there's some guy like giving you the rock ons, like while he's headbanging behind the camera, and then he runs off, or, 
or he's like he's like trying to wave a buddy into the camera picture, but by that they've already panned. <laughs> or the one where like the the reporters like hanging on to like a street pole, acting like the wind's gonna blow her away, and then like three dudes in flip flops just like casually walk, walk behind. <laughs> 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 Uh, I can't tell you how many times during the Hurricane Hurricane Dorian thing, once they realized it like was only going to fuck the Bahamas, they were all like, yeah, but if it did, like they were trying to make it more entertaining by making it seem like it could have been more dangerous. Yeah, maybe not name it Dorian. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't Dorian the, the guy from uh, Extraordinary Dorian Gentleman? Gray. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked him. He's old. <laughs> uh, did you see that uh, the the Raiders went and got that the guy from Hard Knocks that they cut and then went to the Jags and they they got him back? Huh. Nope. Do- Doss, the Keelan Doss, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I like that Doss man. He's a good player. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite thing over the weekend was his quote or John Gruden's quote. <laughs> He's like, well, at least I got to meet Brown. I didn't get to meet Clear Mac. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, how bad are the Raiders going to be this year? I, I, I don't know. Is, how, how, how much? Last... Sorry, Steve, go ahead. I was just going to say, when's the last time a Hard Knocks team did well? Never. The Jets. Lived in the Bucks yeah, last year. <laughs> there was the Browns last year. Oh, so the Bucks two years ago. <laughs> Regardless, yeah, it's the Houston. It's the, and Houston wasn't good before that. It's the the Hard Knocks coach. Everyone knows that. Yeah, uh, I I think I'm just realizing it. Christina was asking me like, why don't they do the Patriots? And I was starting to think like <laughs> the most like boring sure thing in the world. Well, also I'm sure that the the owners have to have the say, right? I would imagine so. Whether or not HBO comes in there. Yeah, it's not like you, they can just force their way in. <laughs> well, I, I know that, but I'm I'm wondering it's gotta be the owner's say, right? I would I'm imagine sure they definitely have the... a say. Yeah. So there was a, a media director or something like that that handles that kind of stuff, but at the same time, yeah, Kraft is very, very involved and you know, they like to keep everything in house with Belichick, so I wouldn't be surprised if you never see them on. They also like to do like, you know, up and coming, like really young, like franchises. I think that have stuff like Antonio Brown or like a new offseason signing or something like that. So I don't know. I I think there's plenty of entertainment value in doing the best team that, you know, the dynasty Patriots. Uh, I'd like to see any more Patriots. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, yeah. Plus, well, HBO okay. hit the jackpot this year. <laughs> Seemed like there was so much more going on that they probably didn't show with the AV stuff. But uh, Lou, I saw a really funny um, meme. It was about Steelers fans. It was like, uh, right, it was right after AB signed with the Pats. It was like uh, Steelers fans are like when you dump your girlfriend and she starts dating the most ugly guy imaginable. And then the next day she turns around and fucks your dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. We play them every goddamn year. 
every year. We've gone over this, Lou. It's because you're. It's because you both win the division every year. <sighs> it's still frustrating. They smacked us tonight. I like how Lou complains about playing them every year, where but I got to play them twice every year. Yeah, but you're in the division. Yeah, so That's for different. ten years, so for <laughs> ten years now, I've had no chance at the division. Lou, how about those? How about those Ravens? Oh, good lord! <laughs> Mark Ingram, baby. Lamar Hollywood, Jackson, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, Lamar Jackson was lit it up. Jerry is not out on him throwing the ball. Nope. <laughs> All five of his touchdowns were in the air. You hear what he said after the game? Uh, so what do you think about the five touchdowns? He goes, not bad for a running back. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Uh, yeah, the Ravens are probably going to win that division. I I, I, did, I picked the Browns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were uh, yeah. five and a half points today. I took the Titans. Thank you, Derrick Henry. Got Titans smash them, but I, I did. I put them in. I put them in as a wild card because I, I figured that they probably would win the division. So I'll get a couple points in the. Uh, I, took, I took Baltimore to win the division. Steelers wild card. Ew. Well, that's still more points than I'm going to get. So, <laughs> um, but I am defending my championship. So. And I and I did pick Tennessee to win that division, so good start uh-huh. there. Yeah, they're good. I don't know why anyone was writing them off. They gave the Pats a game in the playoffs last year. Like, yeah, I I think I had them on my bubble. I'm, I'm I may have picked them. I'm not sure, but I, I I think I picked Houston to win that division. I believe I did too. Well, we'll see what they do tomorrow. Today, yeah, a, I hope that's a good game. I hope it's a high scoring game. Saints. Texans. Yeah, because you know the Broncos-Raiders game isn't going to be. I need 12 points out of Will Lutz, the Saints kicker, and I'll win both my matchups. That's probably, I mean, that's mm, probably that's a doable. Lot. If they, that's, if they doable. score a bunch of points. Yeah. I need, I need to not lose the Emmanuel Sanders against uh, DeAndre Hopkins matchup. I got to straight up. Well, except no, no, I'm up 20 points. Oh, All right, you should okay. be fine. Yeah, you should yeah. be fine. Straight yeah, up. I, Flacco about, is, though. I, 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 I didn't even realize Flacco uh, was yep. in Denver until like a week ago. <laughs> Can't spell elite without Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that note. <laughs> uh, okay. Shall we get so out of next- here? Yeah, next week uh, we'll be going through the, the Central Division, which Lou thinks it's going to be just as good as it always is, and I do not. Tyler has not commented and will hold until next week. But uh, we have that to look forward to, plus, obviously, um, uh, uh, all the other sports going on, right? Baseball and, and such. Yeah, credit to me for always keeping us on track. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay so uh as always check out our very good friends parlors uh band out of new york city they're awesome they let us use their song state lines is our intro and outro music and you can follow us on our social media we are at the heineman brothers hockey show on instagram facebook and twitter hockey